This is a headgum podcast. Yeah, 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 whoa, whoa. Jake and Amir and the E passion high five beats. Whoa. If I were you, show Jake and Amir will answer yo. Questions with a blessing, you will stop feeling low. Relationship was nothing, well, worry no more. Send your chick to Jake and he will take her down low. Whoa, maybe not, but hey, if help is what you need, these dudes will answer anything. If they ever read your question, they got thousands, but they never concede. They'll get to you eventually, at their own speed. So heed their advice, it is gonna change your life. Feel alright, this shit is like you found Christ. Jake is a pussy, and then Amir is small. Together they made a foul you and turned the vice into so talk to your cell phone and download the shit, bro. These motherfuckers are mobile. You can take them as you go. But I'm gonna sign off, you never my half fast flow. So ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to your Power You Show. Holy shit. That was did he call me a pussy? Uh Jake is a pussy hound and Amir is smart. Oh, alright, chill. Let's chill, let's chill. <laughs> uh, you're fine with pussy hound. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, as long as you're not a pussy. That's yeah. Yeah. Because I am a hound. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> You're a dog. <laughs> sure. You really are a dog. I am a lonely little dog. <laughs> what? Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> That's you saying ow, because mm-hmm. your heart hurts. Oh, ow, ow! <laughs> I'm alone. Yeah, you're howling at the moon by yourself. Mm-hmm. Howling at the moon by yourself. <laughs> you know how that should go. Uh, yeah. This guy was Marcus Engman from Sweden. Ooh, American rap from Sweden. Yeah, he's new to the whole music making thing, but he'll he'll give it a try. Sounds like he's pretty good at it. Yeah, if that's your you little asshole. If that's your first try. Yeah, not bad, right? Just this jazzy, bassy, cool little just ditty. Slam dunks. Yeah, I haven't tried basketball before, but it seems pretty chill. Man, I wonder how many people in America can can dunk but have never dunked. Hmm. What a waste. It's true. What a waste that would be. It's true. Do you think it's a million? It doesn't really matter. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Um, What is this show? It's an advice podcast, If I Were You Show. uh, And people will email us to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. They're in sticky situations. They're in need of our advice. And Jake is a pussy hound and and Amir is smart. True. Do you think that, what do you think is more true, me as a pussy hound or you as smart? What do you mean? That's the, like, it, like it, in this song, it says Jake is a pussy hound and Amir is smart. Right. But if you were to flip those, which one do you think is more accurate? Oh. Are you sm- more smart than I am a pussy hound? Do you think uh, I'm a pussy hound, I guess is the question. I Well, I also think I'm smart. Right. I'm so a the, genius. So the question <laughs> I'm is, a borderline genius, dude. Which one's more? <laughs> Uh, it's me. <laughs> uh, I think I don't think you're you're very much of a pussy hound at all. Oh, you think I'm just like a casual hound? I, I'm a pussy casual. Yeah, like I'll take it if I can get it, but I'm not hounding it out. Right. It's very rare that I've seen you hound for it. Like, is hound necessarily like a negative thing? Like you're you're obsessed with it, and not in a good way. Uh, I don't. How can you be obsessed with it in a good way? <laughs> I'm obsessed with pussy in a very healthy, normal way. Yeah, you can be that. Like you can be like more active socially, trying to go on more dates, trying to get more numbers. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a nice way of looking at it. But I think anytime you're a pussy hound, it's a pretty negative connotation. Uh, see, it's like all you care about is pussy. Right. And the city that you're from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I am going to drink until I feel it. I am going to smoke until it's done. You know what I've been trying to do? 
It's it's hard to quite describe it. I'll see if I can do it. You know that line in Back to Back where Drake says, uh, back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Back to back like I'm Jordan 9697. Uh-huh. He, that rhyme is... is sort of wedged in there in a very like hard to pronounce way like i made it seem very casual right now but i practiced it a lot (laughs) so can you say those two lines and see how difficult it is or maybe it's not difficult for you back to back like i'm on the cover of lethal weapon back to back like i'm michael jordan 96 97 (laughs) right it's that jordan 96 97 thing where he like tries to cram it in he says like i'm jordan 96 97 so he doesn't say Jordan in 96 and 97. He says Jordan 96, 97. Yeah, it's almost like Jordan 96 is like one word. Like Jordan I'm Jordan 96, 97. I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Like I'm Jordan 96, 97. Yeah, but that's one, of the, that's one of the subtle things about rap that you don't really think about. Right, the cadence that, they, that he rhymes with. Like it has to be the same amount of syllables. Or, I mean, I guess whoever wrote that for Drake, because I, I don't know he if y'all heard. I don't know if y'all heard. You're going to really take does. Meek Mill's I side? You can't Mill. like back-to-back. I think I do. Meek Mill. I think whoever wrote wow. back-to-back was fucking great. I don't think it was Drake. I really don't think. How can you know? What if, what if Drake hears this podcast and he does a diss track at you? Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> also, when do you do a diss track? Like... You have to, that's giving someone respect. It's almost like he shouldn't have done it. Well, that's why he said, I'm probably going to regret this later. Right. But then he admits that it was weighing on his conscience. Right. So it's almost like giving someone a diss track is actually giving them props. The real diss track is no track at all. And if you go back to back two diss tracks, that's like, that's, that's a huge Uh, get for Meek Mill. I guess so. Also, what was the first diss track? Charged Up. Oh. Charged Up was, I I mean... Charged Up wasn't that great. Uh, back to Back is like a song that they'll play. Yeah, they played it on the radio. They actually did play it back to back. It's such a smart like marketing thing because it's like it has a built-in thing where they, people want to play it twice in a row because that's what it's about. Yeah, they asked me if well, I'll play the shit back to back. It's about the back to back is that he released two di- diss tracks back to back. Right, but then they asked on the right, on the song he says they're going to play back to back, and then some radio stations do play back to back. It's really really great. I think I'm part of the OVO crew for sure. Uh, I would love so much for Drake to write a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> it would be called. I mean, it all stemmed from Drake didn't tweet Meek Mill's album, or Jake, Drake didn't help promote. Meek Mill's album. So then, so what? Drake doing this is like clear. It's promoting Meek Mill to right to exponentially. Why would he tweet about? Is that what other rap or was Meek Mill part of Drake's posse? I don't think. Well, Drake was on Meek Mill's album, and I think I think they're part of the same posse because fuck now I, now I don't know. But Drake like funded Meek Mill's first album or something. Like oh, that. So or, don- like- or no, maybe he donated seventy five thousand dollars to like. A product like um, a production studio being built in Meek Mill's old high school or some shit like that. It sounds like you're making stuff up, but it sounds so specific. Like, did you actually know that, or you just no? Guessing? I read like a complex <laughs> article about like what the in complex is. magazine or it was just a complex. No, article? it was like it was really yeah. hard to understand. <laughs> it was in it National was, Geographic. It was upworthy. <laughs> uh, I read an article about like where the beef stemmed from. Yeah. And it was because uh, Drake didn't promote Meek Mill's album. There should be a blog or an article series called Where's the Beef? 
And then it just dis- it explains where the beef comes from.、Mm-hmm. But the phrase where the beef is actually a kind of funny little、uh, marketing slang、uh, slogan from the、yeah. early 1980s. Right. Right. So the,、uh, the column is called Where's the Beef? Look, we all got it immediately. <laughs> And you're over explaining now. But the hey, articles look, are not about it. Blumenfeld, it was a great idea. We're going to do it. <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> Leave the room <laughs> quickly. We already bought it. Uh, are you looking it up?、Uh, sorry. No, it's actually Shane lost getting back to the house. But、mm, that's going to happen. Are you going to look? I can look it up. What do, you, do you want me to look up what the beef is about?、Uh, I guess we've already discussed it. Maybe for the next episode, we can do some research and get back to you guys. That's fair.、Uh, all right. Let's get to some questions. These are people who are in need of our help.、Uh, real emails from real people. Let's give them some fake names. <gasps> To preserve their anonymity. Anonymity. Got a lot of minity. How about a female name? Nikki Minaj. Oh, that's good. Hey guys, I'm an 18 year old lady and I have a situation recently on a chat forum called Tagged, similar for Tinder, but I'm using it for friendship as I'm engaged, but on a break.、Oh. I, I, I got to a normal seeming guy. I've been craving Chinese food and naturally I was complaining about it, but to my surprise, this guy offered to buy me Chinese takeaway. Obviously, I begrudgingly rejected, but he didn't let it lie. And 20 minutes later, he had my email and was PayPaling me 10 British pounds. It's what happened in those 20 minutes, which is the problem. I sent nudes for 10 British pounds. Am I a prostitute now? Should I try and sell more photos to this guy? Also, he lives in the city not too far away and suggested I come over. Do you think he's planning on paying me? Should I go anyway? Toda. P.S. I'll attach the conversation. Uh, that, led to you, that led to it so you can understand better. Oi, oi, oi. Christ Almighty. Is it prostitution to send someone nude photos of yourself for 15 US American dollars? It's not prostitute. Clearly, it's not prostitution. Because there's no sex involved. It's not good behavior. I wouldn't reward that type of behavior from a man. But is it worse behavior? Motherfuckers never loved us. <laughs> That's the problem.、Uh, remember? What happened here? This He, guy wanted to like, treat this girl well. Right. You should never feel like you owe somebody something if they're, being, if they're like, doing some kind of creepy thing and giving you a gift. I've heard so many girls be like, oh, well, he like, took me out to dinner and he like, got me drinks. So we like, kissed him at the end of the night. So we like, had to make out. Right. That's not true. Nobody, like, nobody's asking for anything in return, or at least they shouldn't be. If he's like, giving you money and saying, like, well, what are you going to do for me? You've got to be like, I don't want your money. It's 10 fucking pounds. Is that a lot of money? It's 15 bucks. That's But here's not th- worth your naked pictures being on his phone forever. <laughs> I read this conversation, and it seems like he wanted to buy her Chinese food. She felt uncomfortable because then it's like, oh, I have to give you my address. And then she brought up the fact that he could PayPal her. As, like, a joke, but a kind of a joke that's not a joke. That's like, not a funny haha, joke. Haha, you don't have to lady, do that. I don't、yeah. think that's very funny. Like, you clearly wanted the money.、Uh, then she gave him, his, him her email, and he did do it. And then he said, Do I get a reward? And she said, You got my number and time of day. What else do you want more? And he said, Plenty more. Everything you can imagine. 
And then she says, hmm, am I going to end up essentially whoring myself for spring rolls? And he said, you could. It's getting late. When does your Chinese restaurant close? And she says, hmm, I could be a very lovely person and let you see my new piercings. So maybe they were booby piercings. So this well, now is like- I want to see that. <laughs> I'll I'll Venmo you a thousand dollars. Let me see your tatas. Uh, so it didn't seem like that. It seemed like this guy already PayPal'd her, and then was like, you know, what do I get in return? Not like if you do this, I'll give you this. But either way, it's not prostitution. Not prostitution, but it's porn. He led you into a trap. I don't know because she's the one who's saying, "Can I have money?" It's not like he's like, "Can I send you money for pictures?" Right. It's a it's a gray area to be sure. I will say. Uh, she is a prostitute. Uh, she, that's completely unrelated to this. That was just her profession. She said, "P.S. I'm a prostitute." Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> prosy. Uh, I would say this is fine. It's not fine. Is it not fine? I will. I don't think that people should be sending nude pics to strangers they meet on Tinder. Anyway, what if? Oh, whoa. Isn't this a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black? I mean, I you've do gotten, not. You've I got nude photos. Nude photos uh, via, but you, you've gotten nude photos before. Never have I ever solicited <laughs> nude photos. What? They come to me on their own, <laughs> oh. and I and I wouldn't say, "Hey, don't send me." Oh, stuff they're like complete. That. So when girls send you nude photos, it was just out of the blue. It was just at the beginning of a conversation. I've never ever in my life asked for a nude photo. And not once ever. <laughs> so if I look at your phone to see old nude photos and I read the messages before then, it's never ever you egging them on, and even in a polite, slight fashion. I, I'll respond with positivity, <laughs> like that. Would, like this is making me so whatever. Yeah. I've never said, send me a photo of you naked. But have you implied or requested it not in a specific explicit way? I mean, you've gotten nude. I've not done it, and I've not gotten nude photos. So I can't imagine that just you're... We don't go after the same types of people. (laughs) You're a pussy hound. (laughs) I'm trying to think really hard. And like, like, think of, okay, four years ago, you receive a nude picture. Does this sound about right? I don't even know who I'm talking about, but just think about tw- yeah. 2012. Sure. Uh, and then what happened before then? It was like, hey, can I send you a nude photo? No, it would be like, it always slowly gears up that, like they're sending pictures of their face or like they're about to go out and they look really attractive. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, that, yeah. you know? Uh, that's really great. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You look so good. And then... It's, it's like send like send me another picture. You and say it's not that. me saying yeah, or like send me more or like don't stop sending these Some, something like that. And then I think that's usually <laughs> like a green light to start removing clothing. And then it just ha- then it just happens. I've never ever said this picture is awesome. Can I see one where you're naked? I don't think you said it that unsmoothly, but I think that you at least hinted at like, oh, can I see a little more or a little less winky face or some (laughs) shit like that? I don't, I don't think I have. I don't think you've ever done it with a random girl like this, like a random girl you've never met before. Usually it's ladies that you have seen naked before, correct? Correct. So it's never... Correcto mundo. (laughs) That's what you text. (laughs) Uh, so this guy is sort of going one step beyond that, kind of like a little, uh, a little. But this, he's, this is entrapment. He already gave her the money, and <laughs> you, now he's saying, you claim entrapment a lot on this show. <laughs> and now he's saying, now I want the reward. He would before he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart. Then once he's she's got the funds in her account, he says, 
what do I get? What's right. my reward? Like, whoa, you, I wouldn't donate money to a soup kitchen and then be like, and now what do I get in return? <laughs> a homeless guy shows you his dick. <laughs> so I don't think that his, I don't think that you should have ever gotten the photos. That's beyond the point. You are not a prostitute. She shouldn't send, was one of the options send him more? Uh, is he, oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. He doesn't think you're a prostitute. He's not like this. Isn't his move now, where he's just going to keep on giving you money for <laughs> nude photos and for sex? Like that's not what's happening. What happened was this is happening a lot on Tinder. Have you seen all these articles about like guys ordering girls pizza on Tinder? Oh, I have seen that. It's like a it's like a thing that is happening. Girls are just sort of taking advantage right. of dudes' um, horniness. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, will you order me a pizza? Like, oh my God, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe I'm doing this. What's your address? Like, that's happening. Uh, so that's what this dude was. He, w- he was flirting with you. He was like, if I buy her Chinese food, that's a way to like get her to meet up with me. He doesn't think that... He didn't find out that you take money for sexual favors, <laughs> and now he's going to have you over his apartment and pay you $1,000 for one night or something. Well, what if these... Okay, so it's not prostitution. What if somebody sends you money, and then you send them photos not of your boobs? Is that bad? I think... Well, I think it's bad in the first place to take money from this guy. That's pretty rude. Oh, so everybody's she, so you're in the wrong in this situation. The lady's in the wrong too. Yeah, she shouldn't have like asked him for money. That that's a little fucked up. So in the pie chart of the blame, how big is her slice? It, it's it's fifty fifty. I think so. I think she should have not asked him for cash. <laughs> and I think once he sent I think he shouldn't have sent the cash, but once he did send the cash, he shouldn't have expected nudes in return and then when he got the nudes then well then then everyone's in the wrong but now it can stop you don't take any more of his money you guys are at least even and don't send him any more nudes but would you say what happened in a vacuum is wrong if nothing else happens after this i think what happened is fine she got food he got boobs yeah, an if illicit exchange else, of of uh, of money and goods. Do you think it's illegal what he did? No, because he didn't say, I'm giving you this money for these nudes. Right. Which also, that might not even be illegal. I don't know. I don't understand how law works. Yeah. But he all it's sort of like a, a an unspoken rule barter thing. Like, I'm gifting you this $10, and you are gifting me these nude photos, and they're not related in any way. But right. But clearly they are. I mean, it's. I don't think this is good. I don't. There's. There's no world where like if everyone's doing this, that's a good thing, right? But if they're doing it, I would. Yeah. Okay. On the yeah, in the grand scheme of the universe, you're fine. Yeah, it's not like you killed an. But elephant. don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't murder a lion or anything like that. Hey, hey, what? Too soon. Oh dude. come on, Mufasa dude. just died. You know I'm movie. team dentist. I'm team Meek Mill, team dentist that killed the lion. I'll say it. Jesus Christ. I, I don't care, You're going to get lambasted on social media for this. I really am. I'm going to lose in the court of public opinion. Uh, all right, let's read another question. This one's from a dude. Drake writes. He's been into the podcast before, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, hey guys, big fan of the show. Congrats on the podcast network. That's actually a good point. We did launch a podcast network called Headgum. Yeah, listen to our podcast. Go to head dot oh, oh no, <laughs> headgum dot com uh, for a bunch of new shows and episodes rolling out on a daily basis. Headgum dot com. Let's get back to the question. My girlfriend and I broke up a month ago after two years of being together. It was mutual. But I was the one who did the breaking up, and now I'm hanging out with a few different girls trying to get back out there again because hey. I've been because I've been doing the dating game for two years. I'm not sure how casual I can keep things. Mainly, my question is: if I'm seeing and hanging out with multiple girls, am I expected to give full disclosure on being casual, or can I just sell it like they're the only person I'm hooking up with? I don't want to lie. But if I'm not in anything serious with a girl and we haven't defined what we are, is it all right to just fool around? Best regards. Drake. That is probably, that's, this is a problem that Drake actually has. Too. Yeah, I bet. Like, when he takes a girl out for, like, a date. I think he says one of his uh, uh, lyrics is, I made every woman feel like she was mine and no one else's. Oh, wow. So at the very least, he's making her feel like she's the she's the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a need to be fully disclosed? Like, by the way, I'm seeing somebody else this week. Or do, I don't can you think just there's a need to don't be mention fully it disclosed at all. Like that, like by the like full disclosure, I am seeing several other people. I've slept with one. Of, like, yeah, you don't like full disclosure is a little too much disclosure. Right. But how about we we go. Medium disclosure, so you're not lying. <laughs> uh-huh. You don't want to ever be a liar. This is the white lie. Yeah. So you say, oh, I'm not seeing or not seeing anybody. Let's just not even talk about it. You just say, well, you just avoid saying, I'm, you're the only one I'm seeing. That's an easy thing. Right. You just don't tell somebody that they're the only one. And then, are you see, and then if they say, are you seeing anybody else? Mm. You say, um... I just, I just don't know how to answer my own question. <laughs> you just stumped yourself. You're I, lying to yourself. Wait, a, let's see if you can lie to yourself. Keep this conversation I've, going. God, I've been in this situation. Are you seeing anybody else? Like, oh my god, that's so like. You just say no every time. You do. You just say no. I've never. I don't think I've ever ever gotten that question. One time. One time. My whole life, somebody was like, "Am I the only person you're sleeping with?" No, twice. Am I the only person you're sleeping with? Actually, three. <laughs> Fuck everyone. <laughs> uh, but you don't. You don't. You're not a repeat customer. That's why mm. you cut people off after one. Yeah, you're a one and done. One and done. Didn't I ask you this once? Of the what percentage of girls that you've slept with have you slept with only once? Oh yeah. And would you say it's over fifty? Probably over half of them. Baller, dude. Yeah, dude. That's how Hurwitz do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, dude. You go to a fucking yeah. ice cream place and you say, "Can I sample? Can, Can I, I sample? sample? Can I sample?" You're the wooden spoon, yeah, bro. dude. And what happens with the spoon at the end of the night? It gets discarded. Yeah, yeah. It's like in a in an old paper <laughs> cup of toothpicks with other dirty spoons. Other dirty spoons. And it, there's yeah, a handwritten other. note that said, "Used spoons. Yeah. Deposit here." Uh-huh. And then you're like, "Can I actually use my spoon again?" And I never get my full fill of ice cream. <laughs> I'm even nah sometimes I do get sick ice cream and I just want a little salad and I just want to nah nah so... <laughs> I'm not alone I'm not lonely cause I'm cause I miss so many people how can I be lonely if it's a different person every night <laughs> she's just exactly. the flavor of the week you're a foam cone 
a wafer cone, the kind that doesn't taste like anything. I'm a wafer man. <laughs> a thin little wafer cone man. Uh, where were we? Uh, oh, right. Do you, have to talk, do you have to disclose? I think if she asks you point blank, you have to say yes. Yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. That, that's when the white lie becomes a, a black lie. That's a discreet, distinct. By the way, I'm staring at you. You asked me a question. You say, are you point seeing point. other people? No. That's the lie. Yeah, you can't say that. So she says, are you seeing other people? And you say, um, you can, this you, is a good, so you, you don't have to say yes or no. You say, oh. this is a great conversation that we have to have. That's totally a great point. That's correct. <laughs> and then you say, excuse me one moment, oh, dear. Uh, what happens now? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to use the restroom. Okay. And then you go to the back. Uh, you what lock happens? the door. Oh, you lock and yourself bang in your there. head very hard against the toilet. <laughs> oh, like you get down on your knees. Like you slipped in the bathroom. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Now she has to take you to the hospital. And I don't think this whole are we exclusive thing is going to come up again anytime soon. <laughs> So dodged a bullet there, <laughs> dodged a bullet, but uh, head first straight into straight into a porcelain bowl. Uh, yeah. Or you can turn it into a joke. Turn it Are we seeing any people? I don't know if I'm seeing people, but I'm seeing popel. <laughs> How about Pope Benedict? <laughs> what would po- oh, potpourri? <laughs> oh, yeah, a potpourri of people. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I am, am a wafer man. <laughs> Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, <laughs> every flavor on a flavorless man. <laughs> Call me. A lot of people have a Napoleon complex. I have a Neapolitan complex. <laughs> yeah, I'm going three for three. Which one Mint are you? Mint chocolate chip, cookie dough. <laughs> he ain't even cookie dough. I'm basically a cup. <laughs> I am a cup man. <laughs> I am a small, single, single cup, single cone, single scoop. I uh, am the little ketchup packet of frozen yogurt thing. <laughs> what is you, you, the little little paper? The uh, tiny little the paper, paper ramekin. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? A, a, a little paper ramekin. <laughs> How do you know the name ramekin? Ramekin, I know, is like a small little cup, but I don't know if that <laughs> like what they put like mayo and ketchup in. Actually, on Twinovation, I was listening to their episode today. And wait, is that episode three? No, two. Oh, okay. The Carnell talks about greasing the guy who works at a frozen yogurt place for like a stack of paper ramekins so that greasing. you can just. <laughs> he's like, dude, you make ten dollars an hour. Give me, give me a stack of them for five dollars. Who's saying no to that? <laughs> one of his schemes is just free froyo. This episode was so funny because one of his. Carnell's scheme, Carnell's like get rich quick scheme was just like how to fly drugs across the country. <laughs> Did you get to that part? Yet? Yeah, not really a scheme. Not really, just uh, just uh, just uh, you know, drug trafficking, <laughs> which in theory is a scheme. I guess people do make a shitload of money doing it. Uh, all right, so all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 so this guy, yeah, you say. I think you just maybe you even come out ahead of this conversation before the like are we seeing other people just like hey I really like uh, spending time with you by the way like I just got out of a kind of serious relationship and I'm really just having fun and I'm doing my own thing right now I think you don't have to have that conversation until pretty late like usually it doesn't come up in my experience like within like the first like three or four days and if you're like dating people on Tinder I feel like you're not the only like they don't. Nobody on Tinder just is getting like one date and sticking with it, or at least not a lot of people are doing that. What do you mean sticking with it? I mean like when you're on Tinder, you're constantly swiping and meeting up with people. When you're like dating in general, you're meeting up with lots of different people. 
I don't think anybody's doing like, oh, okay, I have this one, I'm like totally single, I'm dating, but I'm only dating one person at a time. You date a bunch of people, and then when somebody's like really great, then you slowly face right, they everybody distance else out. themselves out from yeah. the pack. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's okay that you're. One thing to always remember is, wait, we got to go to break. Uh, we will come back. <laughs> no, no, let's hear it. Uh, I think it always helps to encourage the other, the person who you're dating, to do the same thing. Like, oh yeah, I mean, like I'm dating. I'm having fun with dating right now. I hope you are too. You should be doing the same exact thing. But saying that before anything comes up seems like you're just like... Oh, yeah. I'm saying not... If you get quote-unquote called out Yeah, on if it. you get cornered. Yeah. But I think in general, just don't tell anybody you're, they're the only person. There's no need to lie to them and say, I'm just dating you and you're just dating me and then you're dating other people. That's silly. Right. So I guess you don't have to be... You don't have to say it before... It comes up, but if it comes up, don't lie about it. Mm-hmm. Is a general rule. Yeah. What do you think, general rule? I agree. <laughs> we have a new character on the show called General Rule. He's sort of an old Southern general, and uh, whenever we come up with general rules, he agrees with it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Generally, he rules. <laughs> nice. Let's take a break and uh, just kiss each other, uh, and then we'll be right back after this. Come sit on my lap, Daddy. <laughs> Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product. From Squarespace. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique Mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really no, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing yeah uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th- there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, 
over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Back to back. Uh, I think it's been mentioned before, but we do have a lot of great episodes on, on HeadGum this week. I'm actually on Julia Nunes' podcast this week. That is correct. You are on their podcast. Um, her podcast. <laughs> That is correct. You are on her podcast. <laughs> nice. Great. You're not going to edit that, are you? No, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay without that cool. as being the edit. But uh, maybe we'll put, like we did at the end of last episode with Gabrus, I'll put a little a sample, a taste, a teaser of that episode. Yeah, nice. That's so if, a good you, idea. if you keep listening, you'll hear a sample of it. You didn't do it. that when I was on Noons' podcast? Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah, I did it with, um, with, uh, yeah, when us on Gabrus. Us. Us. <laughs> AKA you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Is us is us is me and who else? Me. You. Okay. So you twice. Me once. <laughs> Are you happy? You're smiling about this. Ooh, got you in a lie, Blumenfeld. How do you like the haircut you got today? Uh I like it. I dig it. It's really <laughs> short on the sides. <laughs> we you got a one on the sides. I got a one on the sides. Shortest it's ever been on the sides. Shortest it's ever been on the sides, I think. Uh you left and you were like, I'm gonna go full Full Marty, we call it, which is like Marty. a one all the way to the top. Didn't quite go all the way to the top, I will say. I, I can't believe you're going to put me on blast. It fades up a little bit. It fade, it, well, it fades from a one. It fades from a one, but it doesn't go all the way to what the is top yours? of your head. What is yours? Mine is a, a one at the base where yours is into a three. Mine is clearly, obviously, not a three. <laughs> a three. A threeny. Yeah. I'm a threeny weeny. Uh, but that's the cool haircut to get is short on the sides. The question is, how short are you willing to go? And for whatever reason, I'm too afraid to go very short. I mean, a three is very short. But, like, I'm afraid to go, like, zero is the ultimate. Right. I can't do that. Uh, I said it, it just goes to show you how far away I am from getting a tattoo. I'm unwilling to get a short haircut for well, fear of having a, a short haircut for that long. I think the real difference is that uh, the fade to a three makes it look a little longer on the top. Right. You could you could do a one to a two. A one to a two or a one all the way. A one all the way, yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason, I'm, I always get scared to cut my hair it's, short. Yeah, it's weird because it, like, it, it grows out in like a week. Yeah, it's like not, the difference between a one and a two is literally like four to six days yeah, of not cutting it. It's like it. nothing, yeah. And yet I still won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
but maybe with enough prodding from our fans. If you tweet at me, g- Lord, give me the strength. <laughs> Hashtag, let's see the one. <laughs> Hashtag, Amir's number one. Well, it's really hard because hashtag's already a number sign. Oh. Hashtag number one would be like hashtag, hashtag one. Yeah, well, I guess I could do that. Was hashtag a word before Twitter? Like, was that always a hash? It was I like a pound so. sign. It used to be the pound sign, but I think it was also always the hash sign. Oh, oh but not a tag? I don't know. Hashtag. I think it's yeah. I think it used to be a hash mark. Mm. Hashtag is a, that's a tagging <laughs> thing, right? Right. So we had a tag. Oh, interesting. So hashtag. Did Twitter invent that word? These are questions we don't know. This the Drake beef. We're just we're waxing. We don't we don't understand most things. Yeah. Uh, we have a show in Toronto in October. Oh. Our, our podcast is sold out, but we have another show that has still tickets available. Plus, you can still get into both of our shows with a festival pass. It's just for last. There's 42. a show that has tickets. Uh, we're doing two shows. I think one the podcast is sold out, and then we're doing like a regular straight comedy show. Whatever Excuse that me. means. What. <laughs> what <laughs> excuse me <laughs> we're doing two shows in toronto i like the podcast because we get to have no script and drink whiskey and right a stand-up show yeah it's a little frightening <laughs> i'm afraid of that one we did stand-up comedy shows in montreal and it was fine you did oh my god i didn't have any fun <laughs> us is is me and who's the other one <laughs> it's me again it's always yeah. me you know you did stand up so before when it was us uh you felt like you weren't a part of it now you feel like you're not involved at all like it's just me it was just you (laughs) it was always just me one set of footsteps footprints foot fuck uh let's start this podcast over (laughs) no i don't want to uh all right let do you do you have to go anywhere can you answer one more question i was gonna go to the climbing gym but yeah we can answer one more question yes you don't want to climb with me today right uh i'm on the fence well i'm climbing on the fence (laughs) nice can you read this one or should i read it i can read it uh i think i forwarded it to you it's question number three advise me plz you got it dude i just i could use a break uh yeah sure man permission to squeeze me while uh while you read permission <laughs> you want me to grant myself permission to squeeze you i want your permission so that i can squeeze myself while you read not granted denied <laughs> absolutely denied all right you're just... jerking off <laughs> go hey guys i've been a long time oh, who wrote this um meek mill meek writes Hey guys, I've been a long time fan and I'm emailing you guys because I need some advice. I went to a concert with some friends, Slipknot in case you were wondering, and my friend who drove us there also drove these two girls, sisters, hot, that he knew but the rest of us didn't. One of the girls and I talked quite a bit. She seemed to be at least somewhat interested in me. Needless to say, I was also interested in her. Mm. Just got to tell you, buddy, you use a lot of parentheses. <laughs> Sometimes they're not sides. Sometimes they're just part, part of the, of the flow. Okay. Yeah. So I was considering asking her for a number at the end of the night. However, after the concert on our way back, I didn't get to speak to her too much since she spent most of her time talking to her sister. The thing is, though, we both want to do the same thing. Parentheses, be doctors. <laughs> and she may have just 
cared mostly about the advice I gave her, parentheses, since I'm two years older. She also mentioned that she gave some guy at the concert her number, parentheses, we were seated in different seats. Although when he texted her later that night, she expressed regret at giving him her number and didn't want to talk to him. From talking to her, I found out we have quite a bit in common. I don't know whether I should ask my friend for her number or something like that or just forget about it. I'd really appreciate it. Any advice you guys have? P.S. Maybe don't read this on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Great way to get it read on the podcast. Um, (laughs) Deny. (laughs) Thanks for the suggestion. We will read it. Uh, There's so much funny little things in here. One of my favorite little subtle things, I don't even know why it tickles me so much, is when it says, we both want to do the same thing, and then in parentheses, be doctors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like a costume to him. We just want to, you know, do the same thing. Be a doctor. That's, yeah, that's a huge life commitment. (laughs) I just want to be that. Uh, And also he's like, Maybe she didn't like me. She just mostly cared about the advice I gave her. But that's 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 a way of showing interest in someone. Yeah, that's like, liking someone. Yeah, is hearing their advice. What do you think about her getting some guy's number during while they were flirting? Like if you're flirting with a girl and she gets another guy's number, is that a way to flirt with the original guy? Oh, yeah, big time. Is that what you do? Uh, I don't know if I would necessarily do that, but if a girl was doing that to me, I would know what it was about. Oh, so like if you're flirting with a girl and then she comes back, she's like, I gave this guy my number. A really great way to like flirt with somebody is to sort of complain about like a date that you have to go on or somebody that is like, that's like that you are, I don't know. It just really works out because you're like, oh, this, this girl's like. I totally don't want to do anything with her. She wants me. I'm wanted. I'm desired. And I would rather be with you. That's what you're saying. You're also saying, like, look, I'm so competent enough. Somebody's already given me a pass. Like, somebody's already into me. So clearly, I'm just normal enough to go on a date. You should definitely ask your friend for her number. Oh, you think it's good to go? Yeah, this is GTG for sure. And then why does he not ask her directly? How do you get somebody's number? Like, if you Well, it's too late now. I mean, now it's too late. Because they're not in the car anymore. Oh. So he has to ask the friend to ask the sister to ask the sister. Well, the friend is friends with both sisters. You don't need to go through the extra sister. You just say, hey, what's this girl's number? And then uh, does, does that guy is that guy obligated to ask the girl? Or he just gives the number? If I ask you for a girl's number, do you ask her? Or do um, you just give it to me? I would... I th- I mean... In order to get you the best chance of like a date, I would tell her that you asked for the number. So you would. You I mean, would I don't give... see any world where the person is like, "No, don't do that." But yeah, you see, like it's it's more to hype up the situation. Like, hey, good news. Guess what? That guy that you were flirting with in my car asked for your number. Can I give it to him? She's like, "Oh my god, totally!" And then it's like, "Hey, green light." You. The number has been given with a blessing. That means you feel way more confident texting. Like, right. Hey, you knew this was coming. How's it going? Right. And then you can start off be like, hey, since we both want to do the same thing, you know, be doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and we both love Slipknot. Yeah. Do you think any doctor, potential future doctors are at a Slipknot concert? Mm-hmm. Or that's a that's a red flag to, to begin a new career? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I mean... Like if you found out your orthopedic surgeon is super tired from having gone to a Slipknot concert the night before. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want them doing 
partying at a Slipknot concert, like when we have to while they're doctors. Yeah, but, but like, still... there he's still in school. He can hack it. Yeah, he's twenty one. She's nineteen. They're at a Slipknot concert. Seated seat seats at a Slipknot concert. Does that seem right to you? It's I, not a standing I'm a little, concert. I'm a little miffed. Y'all weren't in the pit. Yeah, you really got you know, a mosh. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. Uh, is that Slipknot? You went to a poetry reading last night, tried to start a mosh. <laughs> what is that? Oh, you snapping? Yeah, that's how you started it. Slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> you stood up. So I tried to slam some people home. And you started, what is it called when you walk bushwhacking? You started walking around in a bushwhacking circle. Nobody <laughs> dared confront you. They actually, somebody asked you to leave, and you bushwalked straight out of the, 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 the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started, like, punching myself in the head <laughs> and headbanging. Yeah, it was, it was chill. It was a good reading. You were... <laughs> You're wearing black cargo shorts and a black t-shirt. And chain wallet with, mm-hmm. a, with a magic eight ball on it. <laughs> a magic, a full magic eight ball the size of a grapefruit on the, on, on the chain. My key ring has not a magic eight ball key ring. A magic eight ball and a Rubik's cube. Because that's how big my pockets are on my black cargo shorts. Uh, all right. So ask for her number. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? She says no when you feel ashamed, embarrassed. Oh, and it wait, just that can to... happen? Don't ask for her number. <laughs> it's not worth the risk. I'll feel shame. <laughs> or shame's ugly cousin. Embarrassment. Re- <laughs> regret. <laughs> Remorse. <laughs> or shame and regrets a hideous redheaded stepchild. Hunger. <laughs> it's so removed. But you don't want to feel... Hunger's abusive grandfather. Tired. Yeah. But tired has an illegitimate stepson. Green. Mm-hmm. I love and this. And green has sort of yeah. like an evil, evil mistress. She's 49. Yeah. Deborah. <laughs> Not even an adjective anymore. And once I felt Deborah, I felt Deborah so hard that night. Yeah. Once you go Deborah, you never go back. Oh. Uh... Um, one thing I forgot to mention mm-hmm. before we go is this uh, tour video that our boys Basil and Dylan made for us in Australia. Yo, Basil and Dill, my fucking boys for life. These guys followed us around to our two most epic shows, maybe ever, Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. Cre- and made this behind-the-scenes featurette where it shows us backstage, it shows us preparing for the show, it shows fans at the show, it shows footage from the show of us and Streeter. Uh, my parents even saw it and loved it. Really? Yeah, it's like this great little look into what our shows are like. So if you haven't checked that out, that's on our website, ifiwereyoushow.com and jakeandamir.com. And on our YouTube channel, we have a YouTube channel for If I Were You. Did you know that every podcast episode of this show is posted to our YouTube channel? I knew that. It's true. Uh, All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll be back next week maybe thursday i should double check we'll be back either thursday mm-hmm. or monday uh the opening theme song was written by marcus uh from sweden and this closing one was written by matt king if you have any questions if you have any theme song submissions if you have any facebook thumbnail submissions ideally 300 by 600 by 315 but we'll take what we can get send them all to if i were you show at gmail.com keep the tweets and fun posts about headgum podcast coming we love finding out that people are discovering new shows and that our friends are just as funny as we are. Uh, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, and a uh, little taste of that Julia Noons episode with me at, uh, after this theme song. Later, everybody. Peace. Hi, I'm James. I play him here on the podcast.
Hey, y'all. They've actually no. done studies where it says uh, girls are like clingy little shits and dudes are actually chill. <laughs> hey there, if you've got a problem, why don't suit you wish guys who can help you solve it? Just email in. If I were you, show at gmail.com. Told her, I warn you, shit will get real. You've only got her at takes mom, and she's always listening. Cause she's his queen. And it's that's okay, cause she sometimes gives him money. Sees that cheese. I'll be pissed if they don't pay this. Oh, now I'm on public blast. Oh, she is. If I were you, the show is starting now. The only podcast that will tell you how to do you every month. They'll even preserve your anonymity So if you killed your neighbor's dog And hear your brother watching porn Your girlfriend's cheated on you in The Sims For goodness sake, just email him And call somebody else's dad Lazy your pupils up cause you thought it was rad Bought a necklace for your ex-girlfriend Why haven't you already emailed him? I don't even know, man. I quit. Oh my god, really? This question just broke me. <laughs> it really did. And I did it every year as much as I could. And by the time I was a senior, I got to run the show because I was so so immersed. musical. Yeah. I was so musical. At the end, you just became a musical note. <laughs> you I just, just walk like... through the holidays, always singing full volume. Yeah. What's the kind where it's like two attached by a bar? <laughs> Like, that's what you were at the end of the year. You just woke up one day, like the metamorphosis, and you woke up and you looked in the mirror, and it was just a giant was just musical a note. note. Yeah, with glasses. Just, I didn't wear glasses in high school. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's fair. I wore glasses in third grade. Wow. And it's interesting because those are the types of glasses I wore. Yeah, you finally... texted me a picture of you the other day in glasses that I... Very similar to the glasses. Yeah, now they're finally back. Like, it's a 20-year cycle. Um, that was when I was... It was like 1991, and now those glasses are cool again. Yeah. Uh, the background of my phone, people listening won't be able to like, see this, but see it. is uh, a picture of my friend Abby as a <laughs> three-and-a-half-year-old, almost four-year-old, in glasses that magnify her tiny yeah. baby eyes. That's so cute. Well, I love when, like, three-year-olds wear glasses. Because, one, so how do they know? Like, it's... First of all, it's very adorable like so. uh, to see like this three-year-old wearing glasses. Yeah. Four, or sorry, two. How does how do they know? How do they know what they can read if it's an eye exam? Like, can you read the third row for me? No, I can't read. I don't know what yeah, letters are. How do they ju- say what? Oh, it's better one, two. I have no two idea. or three, three or four. They don't even know what numbers are. Yeah. So how do they do that? I don't know. I have no. I should ask Abby. <laughs> I'm starting to. Ca- I'm calling her out. Do you- I think those are vanity glasses. Vanity yeah, baby glasses. That's right. Hipster Van- baby. Uh-huh. Hipster baby wearing those aren't vanity even glasses. Real. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.